Movies Are a Thing is a weekly podcast going over the movies premiering this week and any other movie-related tangents we decide to venture off onto. Hello and welcome to Movies Are a Thing. My name is John. And I'm Travis. And here are the movies premiering this week. Here they are. But before we do that... Hey, Travis. Yes. How's your week been going, man? Oh, you know, still dealing with car stuff. That's always fun. Oh, man. Yeah. Not, did just you, waiting did you, on... I was going to say, did you have a chance to check for the phone stuff that we talked about last week? The phone stuff. Find your phone. I did, yes. Was it not associated with it, or was it... It was not. No, I checked oh. it, and it was. it's because um, I transferred over to the new phone, so it's not usable. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, that was one of the first things I did after we got off last week. Okay, and no but, luck. Yeah, no luck, unfortunately. Dang. But I'm just waiting on my insurance to give word. Um, it sounds like things are looking good, so I'm on the up and up at least. Um, you know, honestly, I'm kind of surprised that the insurance is, is actually going through with it. Oh, I know, considering I left my keys in the car like a DA. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I wasn't going to say it, but... Yeah, I know, but... <laughs> <laughs> it was my own fault, my own stupidity, but whatever, it's all good. Okay, well, I mean, uh, that's good, though, that, that uh, yeah. things are getting taken care of. That's always always a positive. Yes, most definitely. And then I wasn't able to go out to the theaters to watch anything, but I did watch a couple movies this weekend. Yeah? Yeah, I watched... So first off, I watched on Hulu. It's called Friends Vacation. Okay. Uh, It just released. It stars... uh, It's John Cena and I want to say it's Lil Rel Howery. I think that's how you say the name. I'm not 100% sure. Okay. So basically it is about this couple that are on a vacation and they come across this other couple um, and uh, they're like, oh, well, they see him off in the distance and things being crazy and whatnot. They're like, oh, we don't want to be associated with them. Mm-hmm. And then it turns out that their hotel room gets destroyed And this other couple decides to let them stay with them for their vacation. (laughs) (laughs) And it was honestly really good. I I really enjoyed that one. Yeah. Because a bunch of insanity ensues. And it's fantastic. If you like like good comedy, it's pretty good. And then... And And that was on Hulu, you said? Yep, it's on Hulu. I think it just premiered either this weekend or last weekend. Gotcha, gotcha. And then the other one I watched was Willy's Wonderland. I haven't with, heard of that one, I don't think. Oh, I, I I should say I read something quickly about it, but I didn't actually like look into it. What's that one about? It is a horror movie with Nicolas Cage. Oh, no, wait, no. We, I believe we talked about this on the podcast. A while ago, right? Yeah, it's been a little bit. But I can refresh it for you. It's basically uh, Nicolas Cage... His tires get blown out, and it's going to cost like $1,000, and of course they don't take credit cards. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. the owners are like, well, we have a job for you. If you can clean this building for us, we'll pay for your whole car, and uh, and you're free to go and whatnot. And, uh, and, and on... On the inside, he's working in Willy's Wonderland, which is kind of like a Chuck E. Cheese situation or like the showbiz. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, gosh, what is it called? But Showbiz pizza? You know, yep. So, and these animatronic creatures come to life and they kill people. So, it's almost like Five Nights at Freddy's. Almost like Five Nights at Freddy's, but starring Nicolas Cage. Okay. And let me tell you, Nicolas Cage doesn't say a word the whole movie. He has no lines. Really? Really. It's just him killing these robots, and it's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Okay. Okay. (laughs) And there's 
there's other things I could get into with it, uh, just on terms of story, but I don't want to ruin it for anybody else that wants to see it, but I would highly recommend it. Okay, okay. It's Nicolas Cage at his Nicolas Cagey best. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Alrighty. I guess that works. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I really got nothing to add to that. That's kind of... Yeah. That works, I guess. Yeah, it it, it was just so much fun, and it, it, yeah, it's good. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. Uh, well, what do, you, what do you say? Should we should we hop into, into the news here? Let's do it to it. Alrighty. So, first thing, first things first. Mm-hmm. I got, I got, I got to talk about it, is Ed Asner's passing. Santa. So, yeah, Santa from Elf. Um, you know, he was on the Mary Tyler Moore show. Mm-hmm. Um, he was on the, the Lou Grant show. Mm-hmm. For, you know, people closer to my generation, obviously Elf. Or, you know, he was Carl in Up, the yep. animated Pixar movie. Um, and he, he passed away. He was 91 years old. And basically... Uh, what it was sounding like is when uh, I forget who it was passed away a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. He had a social media post basically saying, "Well, it's just you and me, Betty," talking about Betty White. Okay. And so now it's sure. just Betty White. Oh, that's too bad. But, I mean, and he he was working. I mean, if you look at his stuff, he has even still now. You know, he has just a ton of stuff that's still in. You know, completed but not released in post-production, mm-hmm. in filming, stuff that's even in pre-production that's still listed there. So he was still working. He was still going. And still at 91 years old, that's that that's amazing. Mm-hmm. And so they did... Uh, so he did... It looks like he did finish uh, a... Well, they, they're calling it a TV series short, but Doug Days. So like Doug the dog yeah. from Up. Where he mm-hmm. reprises his role as Carl. Um, okay. But yes, he. There are a lot of a lot of things still still on his list. Oh wow! I I was just reading the the article too, and I'm seeing that he played J. Jonah Jameson in the Spider-Man series. Yeah, from the '90s. That's crazy. Yeah, and then he was in Cobra Kai as well. Yes, he was. And also Batman the Animated Series. Wow. He had quite the life. <laughs> and quite the career. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And um, one thing I was reading, mm-hmm. I mean, basically, he was he was very much, uh, you know, a voice for a voice for actors and, and everything mm-hmm. like that, which is why he became the president of the Screen Actors Guild. And he was the president for the screen, of the Screen Actors Guild for a long while. Right. But uh, basically, there was there was something that happened, and he was very critical of the company that like makes Kleenex along with another company mm-hmm. when he was on the Lou Grant uh, show. And basically, the sponsors said to the producers of the show, "Rein in your actor, or we're pulling our sponsorship." And the producers were like, "Ed, you got you got to calm it down." And mm-hmm. he said, "No, you know the, the, what they're doing is wrong. You know this is this this has to stop." Mm-hmm. And so they pulled the sponsorship, and that's how Lou Grant basically lost its funding, lost its, got got canceled basically. Wow. Okay. But but then uh, after that, he basically went to Mary Tyler Moore. Then didn't he? No, Mary Tyler Moore was before that. It was before that. Okay. Yeah, Mary Tyler Moore uh, was uh, you know the first half of the seventies, I believe, or mm-hmm. you know right around the mid seventies, and then Lou Grant was uh, seventy-seven through eighty-two. But yeah, no, absolutely. Just if if you don't know who Ed Asner is, you do know who he is. You probably know his voice or his face, but he mm-hmm. was very very prolific all around Hollywood as kind of being the 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 softy with the gruff exterior. Yep. Oh, exactly. And I mean that's that's basically what he wanted people to think as well as you know he he was a softy with a with a gruff exterior. Mm-hmm. So. I think well, especially he, I think he, when he, yeah, <laughs> especially when he plays, you know, Carl and up, <laughs> right, right, <laughs> exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. 
and then uh, in the Mary Tyler Moore show. Oh yeah, that was yeah. When he's talking to her, he, he's like, "You got spunk." Yep. I hate spunk. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, Ed Asner. It's great. It's great. But oh. yeah, that's you know, again, super super unfortunate. But mm-hmm. had a had a very 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 full life. Looks like very full life, and he'll be he'll surely be missed. Definitely missed and remembered. Exactly. Um, but yeah, yeah. So. Sorry to start off again with a little bit of a sad note, but I tend to seem seem to do that here pretty mm-hmm. frequently, and I, I, I apologize, but that allows us to keep on going with some maybe happier news. Exactly. Uh, speaking of, apparently Jason Momoa and Dave Bautista are going to be buddy cops in a new movie that they're developing. Oh, wow. Okay. Which has me intrigued because I've been seeing some TV spots for I believe an Apple Apple Plus or something like that mm-hmm. show or movie that has both of them oh I know what you're talking about it's the C yes yeah it's just called C like mm-hmm. you know I S E E C and I mean yeah so it is a it's a it's a TV show okay I've heard about it I've heard that's supposed to be very good yeah, and it, it does have Jason Momoa and Dave Bautista, at least in the mm-hmm. trailers, kind of facing off against each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it is on Apple TV Plus, so okay. you have to have that Apple subscription to to watch that. But I mean, they apparently enjoyed working together enough to develop this buddy cop movie. Mm-hmm. We'll see how that goes. Yeah, it says that it's supposed to be in the same vein as Lethal Weapon, which I'm excited for. That should be good. There you go. There you go. Uh, oh, and they're in Dune together, too. Yes, they are. I forgot about that. I did, too, for a second. <laughs> uh, so that should be that should be pretty pretty fun. Most definitely. Uh, another thing where a couple actors are getting back together is uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson and Emily mm-hmm. Blunt for a Jungle Cruise sequel. Okay. So apparently it did... Uh, it did pretty good. Wow. Uh, I mean, that's great for them. Yeah, I, so, still have to, I still have to see that one. Yeah. And I've gotten another... Another person has told me that it's pretty good. So mm-hmm. I've been getting some, some pretty good feedback that it's, it's you know, pretty decent. Uh, but apparently mm-hmm. it has passed $100 million at the domestic box office. But that does not include any people... Or any home rentals that people okay. did with Disney+. Plus. Mm-hmm. Since Blockbuster is not a thing anymore. Right. Uh, <laughs> Uh, let's see here. So, it looks like what they're saying is, it's opening weekend. It did you know thirty five million dollars at the domestic box office, and more than thirty million dollars on Disney Plus Premier Access in its first three days. So yeah, opening weekend. So, over over sixty five million dollars opening weekend, with both combined. Mm-hmm. And you have to take into account that those that are watching it on Disney Plus are probably, you know, multiple people. Mm-hmm. So instead of having multiple tickets, they're just having the the one Disney Plus, you know, gone, which is why they have it at um, what was it thirty dollars, something like that. It's something like that, yeah. So, uh, and I mean, on Rotten Tomatoes, it does have a ninety-two. Mm-hmm. But so yeah, they are they are joining back together for a uh, a sequel to The Jungle Cruise. Well. From the trailer, it looked like Emily Blunt and The Rock had good chemistry together. So, and that's I what would, I keep hearing too. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I'm sure, I'm sure it did very well because of those two having great chemistry. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So we'll have to see. We'll have to to see how all of that goes, and see if I can watch it before the the new trailer comes out. Whenever they get the story done and start filming and doing all of that, <laughs> exactly. and not have it spoiled. Uh, <laughs> exactly but speaking of sequels there apparently is a new Expendables movie in the works okay with Jason Statham and Sylvester Stallone and 50 Cent and Megan Fox right. is there gonna be a Megan Fox Risana, like the renaissance or something like that because she's been coming up more and more lately I, I don't know I mean good for her but and I mean it looks like 
uh, Tony Jaa is also joining in. Ooh, Tony Jaa. Mm-hmm. It looks like production will be beginning in October. Okay. Uh, we'll have to see how it all goes. I mean, I don't know. I kind of, I kind of lost track of the Expendables, mo- Expendables movies a while ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I watched the first one. I thought it was fantastic. Mm-hmm. I think I watched the second one. If I did, it was pretty forgettable. Right. Uh, oh yeah, no, the second one is where they they had. Uh, was it Schwarzenegger or was it Willis? Oh, that came in for the cameo. Um, I think it was Schwarzenegger. I think that might be correct. Yeah. No, because like Bruce Willis was like, no, never mind. I'm I'm getting my movies confused. We're whatever. It is what it is. But a new sequel is in the works for The Expendables, and we'll uh, we'll have to see how it all goes. Most definitely. I'm super excited. I love the I I, I love the like at least the first movie not so much the the sequels but (laughs) i am intrigued to see what they can do with another one because this will be what four or five something like that yeah i i I just can't remember all of them anymore (laughs) uh well let's see here okay so this is going to be number four okay and oh oh wow okay um the expendables Mm -hmm. was 11 years ago well, 2011. It's not 2022 yet. Oh, no, that's true. Okay. All right. <laughs> Quit trying to make us jump into the future. We're not there yet. I know. Yet. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I can't math. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. No. So Expendables 3 was the one where Jason Statham almost died, wasn't it? Was that the one? Yeah, I believe so. That's the one with the with the truck crash. Yeah. Was that the one with with Mel Gibson in it? Uh, Possibly. I believe that was the one that was PG-13, which made it all the worse. Mel Gibson rated PG-13, yeah. Ugh, God. Okay, yep. That brings back horrible memories, but okay. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah. So, we'll have to see how it goes. Well, I'm excited. Another thing that we'll have to see how it goes Mm -hmm. is this new Netflix comedy that's going to be coming starring Eddie Murphy and Jonah Hill. Okay. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. Well, I just don't know how I, how, if those two would mesh well together comedy wise, Eddie Murphy and Jonah Hill. Right, right. Because I mean, like, you think Jonah Hill, Jonah Hill comedy. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, you go back to things like like Superbad. Mm-hmm. You know. Whereas, you think Eddie Murphy comedy. You think, you know, Coming to America, Beverly Hills Cop, you know, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Pluto Nash, you know, those kinds of things. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, all right. Or, I mean, you know, even even more recently, like, uh, uh, Daddy Daycare, right? That was, yeah. I like the first Daddy Daycare. <laughs> yeah, so, I, I'm not saying anything bad about it. I'm just I, saying, I know, like, I know, that's... I know. When you when you think of like Eddie Murphy kind of comedy stuff, that's mm-hmm. you know old school. You think of like Coming to America sure. or Beverly Hills Cop or mm-hmm. you know I guess even more recently Coming to America mm-hmm. uh, or like the newer newer stuff that he had like Daddy Daycare or Doctor Doolittle. Mm-hmm. You know, I just don't I don't see it meshing all that great with Jonah Hill, but we'll have to see. It, it could be one of those things where they just somehow work. Right. Yeah. To where they just have like instant chemistry and we just don't see it right now. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Well, I, I am intrigued to see because this should be interesting. So, so what it looks like is that, um, the director mm-hmm. is Kenya Barris, who also okay. directed, or who was a, a writer on coming to America, the sequel. Okay. And then Jonah Hill and Kenya Barris co-wrote the script for the new comedy that they're doing for Netflix with Eddie Murphy. Okay. So, I mean, they've got that, they've got that, you know, kind of connection between them that hopefully if, if this, uh, if Kenya Barris is a writer on both of them, mm-hmm. that they might be able to mesh the comedy styles, I would think you would hope, right? Right. See, I'm starting to wonder if maybe this is turning out to be like uh, Beverly Hills Cop 4. 
because like it would make sense since Jonah Hill was in you know Twenty One Jump Street and Twenty Two Jump oh, Street. That, that is true. That is true. But it does say that the plot details are being kept secret. Mm-hmm. But it's said to be an incisive examination of modern love and family dynamics and how clashing cultures, societal expectations, and generational differences shape and affect relationships. Oh, that's nowhere near Beverly Hills Cop. Okay. All right. Right. <laughs> right. So it's possibly something more along the lines of Jonah Hill has a has a new family. Eddie Murphy has, you know, his family that has you know grown up mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they say move next door to each other and so now eddie murphy and jonah hill are kind of clashing on you know what each of them expect as family dynamics and sure you know just what society expects of of everybody and the mm-hmm. <laughs> the different generations kind of clashing and everything like that definitely i mean yeah it's definitely old generation and new generation so Old comedy versus new comedy? Uh, yeah. I'm really intrigued to see how this goes. Mm-hmm. 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 Absolutely. Speaking of Netflix... Mm-hmm. Apparently, Netflix just picked up the rights for the newest Ch- Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie that's being made. Awesome. <laughs> okay. Uh, I figured uh, you would want to talk about this since... Uh, not really my it's not really your cup of tea not not my cup of tea not my wheelhouse let's see oh that's right because this is supposed to be a sequel to the first one okay like i like the texas chainsaw uh massacre movies they're not my favorites so i mean this doesn't really give a whole lot of plot detail but i'm kind of glad that netflix picked it up because mm-hmm. i mean these movies they like you would think that they would do well but then like i feel like people are tired of it like like old things coming back like sure there are some things where people get excited that certain movies are coming back in certain franchises but i feel like this one it's kind of gotten old kind of fast and i feel like Netflix is a good platform for it because you don't have to pay the 12 bucks to get into the movie theater to see it. You can just sit down at home and watch it whenever. So I feel like this is a good, a good avenue for, for a movie like this. Very if nice. that makes sense. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, it looks like, it looks like, uh, Elsie Fisher is in it. Mm-hmm. Who is you know the the main actress from Eighth Grade? Mm-hmm. And it looks like Sarah Lar- uh, Yarkin from Happy Death Day to You, Jacob Lattimore from The Maze Runner, and Mo Dunford from Vikings. Hmm. Interesting. I think I think honestly the only one the only one that I recognize is Elsie Fisher. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I kind of looked up Jacob Lattimore, mm-hmm. and he was he was Jeff. In the Maze Runner, I'm um, spacing on names. <laughs> it's been forever since I've seen those, but yeah, okay, yeah. So I mean, not necessarily like one of the main main characters, I guess, but mm-hmm. yeah, but still within the core group of all those guys. Yes, I believe so. Yeah. Okay. So we'll have to see how it all goes. Definitely. Uh, they finished, or they did, it looks like they did, I mean, they did all the filming last year in Bulgaria, I believe, mm-hmm. is what it said. Yeah, last, yeah, shot in Bulgaria last year. Gotcha, gotcha. Oh, that's right. Fadiz Alvarez is connected to this, too. That could be, that could make this good. I might be a little bit more excited now. Who is that again? Uh, he directed, um... The new Evil Dead movie—he's uh, done a bunch of horror stuff. You wouldn't know. <laughs> oh, and he also did uh, *Don't Breathe*, the first one. Okay, okay. And a few others. Yeah, I mean, it looks like he did uh, *Don't Breathe* too as well. Oh, okay. All right. I still have to see. I'm so behind on movies. It's ridiculous. <laughs> And you have all the time in the world. Come on. Man. I know. I know. <laughs> That's the bad part. <laughs> oh, man. 
Alrighty. Well, I think uh, we have we have we have a lot of sequels in the news today. Mm-hmm. And the next one is going to be very quick because neither of us really ever watched any of this. But uh, just for those that that do kind of keep an ear to the ground for this stuff, uh, mm-hmm. Downton Abbey, the sequel, uh, now actually has a full title. They they released the full title of the movie. It's going to be Downton Abbey: A New Era. And apparently, at uh, CinemaCon this last weekend, they actually show or showed a teaser for the for the new movie. Okay. It's not really available anywhere right now that we can mm-hmm. see, but uh, they apparently showed it. Interesting. Yeah, I've never seen a lick of that series, so I could care less. <laughs> but for people that do like it, I hope you enjoy it. Absolutely, absolutely. Another thing shown at CinemaCon. Mm-hmm. and revealed at CinemaCon was uh, a, a trailer for another certain sequel that we've talked about before that we actually got a title as well and that is for the next Matrix movie and that's going to be Matrix Resurrections. That's crazy. And they did show a trailer mm-hmm. as well which has uh, Keanu Reeves and it has Carrie Ann Moss and think they said it it, it might have shown Lawrence Fishburne possibly okay okay sorry I gotta figure out where I'm at here there it is uh but I know you know Jada Pinkett Smith is is back as well or is back as well mm-hmm so okay we had Matrix we had mm-hmm. Matrix Reloaded mm-hmm. we had Matrix Revolutions yep I'm blank there for a second <laughs> <laughs> I was like, come on, dude, you can do it. <laughs> it's there, it's there. And now we have Matrix Resurrections. Okay. Because, uh, spoiler for a 17-year-old movie, <laughs> Keanu dies. Mm-hmm. And so does Carrie Ann Moss. And so does, like, everybody. Mm-hmm. But now they're back. So. And I, I they kind of kind of give a little bit of what the trailer I don't want to say anything. Right. That's what I kind of tried to keep away from it. Mm-hmm. But I was just reading the first part about the Neil Patrick Harris stuff. I was like, oh, that sounds that sounds intriguing. Right. I, I like it. Okay. Okay. So we'll, we'll, we'll see how it goes. We'll see if the trailer gets released. And uh, we'll try to put it uh, online at facebook.com slash movies are thing. Uh, also on Twitter and Instagram at movies are thing no spaces dashes slashes anything like that we'll try to put it up there uh, at movies are a thing if you want to come uh, come on by and say hi but uh, we'll we'll see if we can get that up there when uh, when the trailer drops okay j- just one more thing about the Matrix it's still slated to come out in December right as far as I know yes that is just crazy to me I mean it is four months away it is but I remember how we were saying just before summer started that we don't know how they're going to get all this done in such a short right. amount of time. Right, exactly. Exactly. So, I mean, we'll have to... If if they've got a trailer, that means that they've got at least some stuff mm-hmm. ready to go. So that has me hopeful. Me too, me too, man. We'll have we to... We just have to wait and see. Exactly, exactly. Another thing that we've been waiting for mm-hmm. is this... Uh, little indie film don't know if you've heard of it or not mm-hmm. it's called no time to die uh and this the main character is this guy called james bond i, I don't know it, it's weird uh so <laughs> it sounds british very very british <laughs> so no time to die the next james bond movie mm-hmm. ha- that we've been waiting for and waiting for and waiting for that they went back and did reshoots because the technology that was in it was outdated already yep because of everything going on uh, it looks like it is set to debut at the Zurich Film Festival in under a month, September 28th. Wow. So that is quite literally four weeks and one day from when we are recording this podcast. Four weeks and one day. Wow. <laughs> but that that's just the film festival. That's not, you know, an actual release. The re- mm-hmm, actual mm-hmm. release isn't until October. Right. So we, we still have to wait for that, but we'll, well see how lucky, it goes. Yeah, those lucky ducks that get to see it early, 
Right? <sighs> I tell ya. I would like to see a James Bond movie early. Especially right? since this is, as far as we know, this is Daniel Craig's last James Bond. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure, like, him having to wait for this one to come out is even worse for him. He's like, oh, I can't wait for this to be done. Right. Well, <laughs> I mean, he he's off shooting, you know, Knives Out 2 and mm-hmm. 3. Right. So... <laughs> I, th- I think he, I mean, he's, he's just, he's done. He's ready for it to be done and over with. So yeah, we'll see how it goes. Definitely. Can't wait. Me neither. Can't wait for another trailer. <laughs> <laughs> hey, speaking of trailers. Oh, Hey, look at that segue. <laughs> we had some new trailers drop this week. Not for James Bond, but mm-hmm. the first one that I want to talk about is for a movie called Spencer, which kind of threw me for a loop. I'm not going to lie. Because you hear about a movie called Spencer. Mm-hmm. You have no idea what it's about. Except. Yeah, the... <laughs> and you want to. Oh, well, when you. So when I saw the like outline of the episode and I saw the trailer for Spencer, I was like, what is this? This is weird. And then I watched the trailer. Oh, uh, okay. So. Uh, Spencer is basically the story of Princess Diana mm-hmm. when uh, and it looks like so it, it's only a short time frame but mm-hmm. it's when uh, her and Prince Charles marriage was already basically done and over with mm-hmm. but she still went to I forget the name of the place uh, for for Christmas it was one of the royal you know whatever uh, at the Queen's, uh, the Queen's Sandring- Sandringham estate, mm-hmm. and I mean, it has so Princess Diana is being played by Kristen Stewart, mm-hmm. which, with the the hair and the makeup and everything, is is very surprising. It's surprisingly spot on. Right, right. Uh, when she talked at the very end. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. We'll yeah, have to see. Yeah, we can't just judge it on one little piece of dialogue. I right. mean, exactly, exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna we're gonna have to see how it all goes. Exactly, and I know a lot of us don't like Kristen Stewart, but considering are you, are, are you one of those people, Travis? Uh, I'm not the biggest fan of her. She's made some good movies, but she's also made a lot of bad ones. Yeah. Okay. You ever watch American Ultra? Yes. I love that one. I it's I really one. I really didn't know what to expect going into it. Mhm. So I was I was pleasantly surprised. Mhm. There are some people that hate it because they were thinking it was going to be like Pineapple Express. Oh, sure. It is not like Pineapple Express. It is not. No. <laughs> <laughs> but it was still I thought it was pretty good. I enjoyed it. Like, I really liked her in uh, Adventureland. Yes. I don't know if you ever saw that one. Uh, bits and Pieces. Okay. And, of course, we know her from her Twilight fame. And I know yeah, I've talked... Yeah, but that was... I've, yeah. <laughs> that, that, that was more material than anything else. Mm-hmm. And then how much I thoroughly loved the new Charlie's Angels movie. Ugh. But I can't judge her for that. I, I can't... I need to. I I want to see this movie. I do. Yeah, I mean it. It does look good. It, you know, it's going to mm-hmm. be. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely going to be. You know, like a bit of, just a little bit of a drama. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like there there's going to be there's there's going to be a lot of um, well, I think stuff to get your heart pounding. You know, whether that is the drama itself or what have you. Mm-hmm. We'll have to see. Definitely, definitely. I could have swore that there was another one another what uh kristen stewart she was in zathura what yeah she was i liked her in that and she was uncredited as ring toss girl in the flintstones in viva rock vegas really okay (laughs) she was also uncredited in the tv movie the 13th year disney channel original movie as girl in fountain line oh okay (laughs) it's been forever since i've seen that one Let's see here. And she was she was in Panic Room. Yep. With Jodie Foster. Yep. Uh 
Really? She was in Into the Wild. Into the Wild, Into the Wild. Oh, yep, yep, okay. Where the dude goes and lives on a, in a bus in the wilderness. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jumper. Oh, that's right, yep. She was in Jumper just before Twilight. <laughs> then she was Joan Jett in The Runaways. That's right, yes, she was. And then, you know, Snow White and the Huntsman. Mm-hmm. That whole thing. American Ultra. Personal Shopper. Never heard of that one. Okay. Uh, and then she was in uh, Billy Lynn's Long Halftime Walk. I never did see that. I honestly didn't want to, only because of all of the hype around, you know, like, oh, you know, Ang Lee did the, all of this, you know, crazy cinematography stuff with it and blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. And it's like, okay, cool. So it's a gimmick movie. Got it. Mm-hmm. And that just made me not want to go to go watch it kind of like gemini man uh (laughs) i honestly didn't think gemini man was that bad i mean it might not have been a bad movie i just with them being you know all like oh look at all the stuff that we did with this and blah 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 blah, blah. it's like Mm -hmm. okay sure i don't know i think that that's kind of the the same way i was with uh avatar oh sure okay when they were like "Uh look at all this groundbreaking stuff that we're doing and you know, come and look at this amazing CGI. And it's like, okay, cool. I'm going to pass. Thank you, though. <laughs> Wait. Okay, hold on a second. We're going to go on a mini tangent here. We so already have been, but let's continue. <laughs> well, okay. More. We're going to go more down a rabbit hole. You didn't like Avatar? I didn't say I didn't like it. I okay. said I didn't want to go see it. I did okay. eventually end up seeing it. Okay. And I mean, I liked it. it yes, all of the computer stuff was, was pretty fantastic. Um, mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, it really didn't grab me like it grabbed a lot of other people. Mm-hmm. Um, I think mainly because so many people had been hyping it up. Mm-hmm. And then other people had been saying, you know, well, it's just a retelling of, you know, Pocahontas and blah, blah, blah. blah. And so... I kind of went I kind of went into it with that kind of mentality and it just kind of unfortunately spoiled it a little bit for me I think sure 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 did you go in to see it in regular or did you see it in 3d I saw it on the tv you saw it on the tv so you didn't even have a theatrical I did not know like I said the the marketing and the look at what we've done just completely was like yeah i'm good okay all right and i didn't want to pay you know money for it Mm -hmm. and then it was on tv for free and i'm like okay (laughs) i can take free free is good (laughs) i have enough money for free yep (laughs) (sighs) but so i mean like that right there is honestly one of the reasons why if i super enjoy a movie Mm-hmm. I try to, and I want somebody to go see it. I try to not say, "Oh, this is the best movie ever. You got to go see it right now," kind of thing, because a lot of times people will hear that and then they'll have that super, either super high expectation, mm-hmm. go and watch it, and be let down, or if they've had enough of that kind of stuff from you recommending movies, then they'll be like oh, well, he says it's good and everything else that he says is really, really good has been just meh at best, so I'm not going to go see it kind of mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. You know, and I don't know. Well, that's like my reputation at the movie theater. It's like everybody liked to hear m- my movie reviews, but yet, like, I, I mostly liked a lot of things, mm-hmm. so it's like I, I felt like people were just, like, throwing it off to to the wayside. Like, he just likes everything. Just let him go. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I mean, nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong yeah, exactly. with that. It's a lot better to, or a lot easier to like stuff than to not like stuff. Exactly, right. A lot, lot better for yourself to like stuff mm-hmm. than to not like stuff. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, so, Spencer trailer. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to see how this one goes. Definitely. Uh, we did also have a Red Band trailer drop mm-hmm. for... The King's Man. Yes. 
This looks so good. I'm so excited. I I am ready. Mm-hmm. I I really want to see this. I want to hold on. Okay. Because there was there was one voice that they didn't show who it was. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Was that David Brule's voice? Like kind of near the end there. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, where where they're like, where the the person's like, I'm gonna love killing you, and then like throws a grenade. Mm-hmm. Like they don't show their they don't show the face. That's true. No, they don't. And I don't remember seeing David or not David. Yeah, Daniel Brule. I don't either. Uh. Yeah, I'm not sure, man. <laughs> Is he listed in the cast? Yeah, yeah, he's listed as Eric. Eric Jan Hanusen. So I don't know. Might not be because that was more of a. Uh, it wasn't German. I can tell you that. Right. The. Uh. Okay. I don't. Know. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. Mm-hmm. It looks good. It looks it definitely. It looks like a. It looks like a Kingsman movie. Oh, it sure does. And it's gonna be super violent, and it's gonna be fantastic. And it's gonna be set uh, pre World War One. Mm-hmm. Or right around World War One, I, I should say. I like that that like old the like old timey look to it. It looks it looks so cool. Right, right, yeah, and very stylized, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, if you enjoy the Kingsman movies, I would probably check out this trailer. Uh, but the next one that we got is more of a teaser, really, than a trailer. Mm-hmm. And that was for The Guilty. Now, this one is is a Netflix one. I think that it might just be going to Netflix. Okay. Uh, let's see if we can see if it says anything here. Oh, sorry. In select theaters in September and then on Netflix October 1st. Okay. So The Guilty does have Jake Gyllenhaal mm-hmm. um, basically as a 911 operator. And he gets a call from somebody who has been kidnapped. And he's trying to like basically track the call and, and do all of that. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't have a lot of... He isn't getting a lot of help kind of thing. So we'll have so to... So I'm okay. guessing he takes matters into his own hands and he goes after them when nobody else believes him? Possibly? I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to see. That kind of reminds me of another movie that came out not that long ago. And which one is that? Uh, the Call with Halle Berry. Right. And Abigail Breslin. Right. I forgot about that one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which was a lot better than I expected it to be. Okay. Okay. And yeah, because Halle Berry was a 911 operator, right? Yes, she was. Gotcha, gotcha. Yep. Okay. But, but yeah, like I said, I, this this was this was more of a teaser than a trailer, really. Yeah, it really doesn't show much. It's just pretty much letters on the screen, and you hear the voices. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Uh, something that wasn't just words on the screen was the last trailer that we have and that was lady of the manor Ugh. okay <laughs> sounds like you have some uh some thoughts on this one i uh it 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 just looks dumb it does <laughs> not gonna lie it kind of really does it does it looks so dumb i mean it's got justin long and judy greer so i and and louise guzman mm-hmm. and ryan and ryan Phillippe. But it just, I don't know. Uh, yeah, it just, uh, I didn't laugh at all during the trailer. Yeah. Yeah, like, I felt like the comedy is being missed. It it just, it, it looks dumb. It's <laughs> kind of, yes. Yeah. So basically, uh, the main character is played by Melanie Linsky, who, mm-hmm. if you've watched uh, Three and a Half Men, or Two and a Half Men, Yep. <laughs> she is Rose. And basically she is a uh, how would you say it, Travis? In the in this movie she is a uh, she's like a a a tour almost like a tour guide for for like a house. Well, I mean like be- before that, like she is kind of like a dumpster fire of a person. Pretty much, yeah. That's that's accurate. <laughs> <laughs> uh 
but she ends up getting this job as a tour guide of this historic house mm -hmm. uh, basically role playing the lady of the manor oh we said the title of the movie oh. uh, and just completely getting everything wrong because she doesn't take the time to memorize the different information about the house and everything like that and mm -hmm. the people that live there Justin Long is a professor like a PhD of history mm -hmm. something like that calls her out on it and then the ghost of the house of the the lady of the manor played by judy greer shows up to try to coach her on how to be more like her i guess mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's a very very awkward premise it is yeah it just seems like a script they threw together in like two seconds they're like oh yeah this seems like a good idea right right and to, it's funny that you say two and a half men because Judy, because Judy Greer also plays. She was in Two and a Half Men when Ashton Kutcher took over after Charlie Sheen left. Mm -hmm. She was uh, Ashton Kutcher's ex-wife in the show. Okay, okay. See, I, I didn't watch too much of the show, so I couldn't tell you. But... Gotcha. Okay. Well, I guess I am alone on this one. I know at least. <laughs> I mean, I feel like she gets kind of that typecast as that a little bit, I guess you would say. Mm-hmm. Because uh, Jurassic World, she's the mom of the kids. Yep. But her and her husband are kind of having difficulties, and that's why they send the kids off to go there so they can figure out stuff or whatever. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Whatever. Uh, Ant-Man... She is Scott Lang's ex-wife. Yep. Two and a half men. Ashton Kutcher's ex-wife. Yep. I mean... <sighs> and she's also in the new Halloween movies. She is Jamie, Curtis, Jamie Lee Curtis's daughter and the mother of the younger child that's in Halloween. Okay, okay. And will be in Halloween Kills and uh, what I forget what the last one is called. But yeah, so she's Halloween very typecasted. Ends. Halloween ends. Thank you. Although she is also in Archer. That's true. That's true. As the voice of Cheryl Tunt. Mm-hmm. Uh. Yeah. I don't know. With with the cast that they have, I would have I would have hoped that it would have been something better. But. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't I don't see it being all that great. Unfortunately. Yeah, I I think I'm more happy to see that it's going to be on Netflix than it is uh going not to necessarily theaters. on netflix just on demand on demand okay yeah i thought select, it was on netflix for some reason in select theaters on demand and digital september 17th okay so i don't know exactly where it's going but it might be that they uh or that it goes to some place where you just have to rent it mm -hmm. kind of thing so okay uh well that that ends the movie news mm-hmm which means you should visit us at Facebook. We're facebook.com slash movies are a thing. We are also on Twitter and Instagram at movies are a thing. No spaces, dash, slashes, anything like that. At movies are a thing. Tell us if you watch any of the trailers, let us know what you thought of them. Uh, or, you know, if you watch Lady of the Manor, the trailer for Lady of the Manor and it looks pretty good to you, let us know. Let us know how wrong we are. Yes, please <laughs> <You> know, do. <laughs> if, yeah, yeah, we'll see how it goes. But that being said, Mm-hmm. I think it's time to move into the movies for the week. Let's do it. Like we said, we were going to like an hour ago. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Stupid tangents. Right? No. <laughs> uh, the first movie that we have is Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, which is rated PG-13. Shang-Chi, who must confront the past he thought he left behind, uh, is drawn into the web of the mysterious Ten Rings organization. IMDb does not have a score for this one. Rotten Tomatoes has this one at a 91% certified fresh, and Metacritic has this at a 71. This is a Marvel movie. It sure is. Travis, are you excited for it? I am so excited to see this, and I know nothing about this character, but I it just looks awesome. It looks amazing. It does. And what's and, really funny yeah. is... Years ago, uh, Simu Liu, uh, the mm -hmm. actor who plays the main character, mm -hmm. tweeted at Marvel 
and was like shang chi when question mark oh uh, there we go okay because he did the uh then and now thing on twitter where it's like then mm-hmm. shang chi when question mark <laughs> and then now is the poster of him as shang chi and <laughs> playing the character that uh he was asking about that's awesome he got right. what he he got what he wanted exactly and so i mean just well the cast of this too is is amazing it is yes because i mean like i said we got simu Liu, who basically uh i mean he's 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 jung in kim's convenience mm-hmm. which is a you know pretty, pretty funny show yeah mm-hmm. pretty funny <laughs> but i mean other than that uh he was in uh he was in taken mm-hmm. and not much else quite honestly so he's been in a few things but nothing to stand to like nothing that really stands out right right okay. other than kim's convenience right mm-hmm. and then uh other than other than him you know we got uh aquafina yep. michelle yo mm-hmm uh, basically just some, some pretty, you know, pretty big names from across the ocean. Uh, mm-hmm. it just, it looks, it looks so good. It does. It, it looks amazing. I'm, I'm ready for, I'm ready for the MCU to kind of fully take on, uh, martial arts, you know, mm-hmm. and bring kind of that fluid motion and, and everything like that into, man, I don't even know if it's good. How are they going to explain it? Because they say that there's no magic in the MCU. Right. Of course, there's Doctor Strange and stuff like that, but mm-hmm. whatever. <laughs> Feige, Feige has said that there's no magic in the MCU. Right, okay. So I don't know how they're going to explain the Ten Rings. Well, th- I mean, if there's no magic, how do you explain WandaVision? How do you explain... Well, WandaVision the- is just powers. That's not mm-hmm. magic. Well, then you could classify the Ten Rings as just being a power... I mean, sure, you wear them, but... Well, I mean, technically, Wanda got her got her power, or enhanced her powers, I guess, from the Mind Stone. Mm-hmm. Like, it was, it was based off the Mind Stone and enhanced from the Mind Stone, everything like that. Right. So, I mean, maybe, I guess, kind of based off of the same stuff. Mm-hmm. We'll have to see. We'll have to see. Definitely. But I am ready. I, I, I think I'm more excited to see what kind of after-credit scene we're going to get. <laughs> Like this movie is going to be awesome, but I'm I'm waiting to see what the end credits will be. Right, right. Now I can definitely see that here too. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, we have that one. We also have another movie that is premiering, and mm-hmm. that is Worth, which is rated PG-13. Following the horrific 2001 attacks on the World Trade Center and Pentagon. Congress appoints attorney and renowned mediator Kenneth Feinberg to lead the September 11th Victim Compensation Fund. Assigned with allocating financial resources to the victims of the tragedy, Feinberg and his firm head, firm's head of operations, Camille Biros, face the impossible task of determining the worth of a life to help the families who had suffered incalculable losses. When Feinberg locks horns with Charles Wolfe, a community organizer mourning the death of his wife, his initial cynicism turns to compassion as he begins to learn the true human costs of the tragedy. IMDb has this one at a 6.3 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes is sitting at a 73% and Metacritic is sitting at a 67. That's a lot to take in. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> and I, I know I know, we watched the trailer. I don't think we actually talked about it before, but we watched the trailer for this one. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know, it still kind of feels too soon. I agree with you. Like it still just feels like a, almost like a like a money grab, not not money grab, but uh, I guess I don't know what I'm trying to say, but just kind of hanging onto the coattails of a tragedy to make money. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it was it was almost 20 years ago now, but wow, it still feels like not that long ago. Yeah. I mean, I love Michael Keaton. I do. I just don't know if I want to see something like this. I I just don't. I'm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, it's, it's kind of like the, the same thing that I felt with, uh, say, United 93, mm-hmm. where it just, I feel like it'll bring back a lot of emotions and, mm-hmm. you know, just kind of feelings from around that time that I don't, I don't know, I don't, I don't, I don't feel a movie should be doing, I guess. All right. And, like, especially when they're talking, like, with victims, they're going to have a lot of people, like, explaining, like, what went on that day. Mm-hmm. And we've heard a lot of this stuff already. I mean, not like it's bad to hear about it, but, like, I don't see the point in bringing that up again when we're trying to forget it. Like, we will always remember this sort of thing that happened, but still, we need time to forget about it, though, too. I, I I guess I wouldn't I I honestly wouldn't necessarily say forget about it, but more be far enough away from it, mm-hmm. so that it doesn't have that same sting. I understand. Yeah, I get that. Because I mean, like that that's the thing is, I I don't want to forget about it. Mm-hmm. Just like you know, from from stuff that we learned in history class. You know whether it's having to do with World War Two or World War One or how they started or, mm-hmm. you know, something like uh, the assassination of John F. Kennedy, where, you know, our parents' generation, you know, they were probably pretty young mm-hmm. when that happened, and it, I, I don't know where I'm going with this, but it's it's just like I I, I guess I kind of remembered, but you know, I, like I I don't want to forget about it, but I don't want to feel like somebody is just using it to make money. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. I get what you mean, man. So We don't need no blood money. Right. But uh, on that downer of a note. Right. <laughs> uh, uh, that is the, the last movie that I had on my list. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know it's just the two movies that we talked about here. But I, I'm pretty confident in saying that... Uh, the one that we're both going to try to go to is uh, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten, the Ten Rings. Am I correct in that assumption? Uh, you are correct, sir. <laughs> Alrighty. Uh, well, that being said, Travis, do you got anything? I don't, man. Alrighty. Uh, well, that does remind me, though, mm-hmm. that uh, you should visit us at Facebook. We're facebook.com slash moviesarething. We're also on Twitter and Instagram at moviesarething. No spaces, dashes, slashes, anything like that at moviesarething. We also have a Patreon, patreon.com slash moviesarething. If you want to help support the podcast, we do have that over there. But other than that, I got nothing. <laughs> and I've got nothing. So I think it is just about that time. Here it comes. Cue the outro. Thank you for listening to Movies Are a Thing. Be sure to tune in next week for more movies and tangents with us. What? Yeah. That's crazy, man. I know. You know what, uh... Friday will be the two years for you two years of being at the the metal shop sure okay <laughs> it's crazy yeah time yeah. flies when you're having fun right <laughs> sure let's go with that <laughs> so it looks like production so okay i gotta pause for a second here sure Uh, okay okay uh so oh hey boo boo hey hey boo boo Let's go steal some picnic biscuits. But Yogi. <laughs> Alrighty, man. I think I should probably think about getting going here. Alright, sounds good. So, you have yourself a good one? You too. Thank you. I will yeah. try. Sounds good. Alright. Goodbye All right. now.
Goodbye. 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 Why didn't that close that? <laughs> Awkward. <laughs> uh, and goodbye. <laughs>